right, good morning, my friend. I just got off the bus. He just pulled away a few moments ago. This is the Golden Park right there over my shoulder. And uh, we are, I can hardly believe how nice it was to come to Golden uh, on that bus. Uh, that bus has been shut down for uh, three years. And one night, uh, I was the last passenger on that last bus in Golden uh, during the health issue. And uh, the Lord, I said, I asked the Lord, I said, the Lord, I, said uh, I guess you don't want me to go to Golden anymore? Uh, what do you want me to? He said, find another way. So uh, the other way was a two and a half hour uh, trip between uh, Boulder and Golden, two and a half hours, because I had to go all the way into Denver. Then I had to take the light rail out to, uh, of course, Federal Station, Oak Station. And then I had to pick up the 16 to come into to, uh, Golden. But uh, it was only about a 45 minute ride. How about that? From two and a half hours to 45 minutes. So I'm gonna walk over there. That's the restroom right there. I'll go to the restroom and walk up downtown and uh, we'll get started on our sermon and our street short. All right, I love you guys. God bless, bye. morning again many times over <laughs> it's a great day in golden colorado praise god my bus one of my buses that guy praise god got here at nine o'clock this morning and uh, it's about 9 25 according to that clock across the street that old golden clock and uh, we're in front of the buffalo rose this is uh, washington street and uh, 12th we're at 12th in washington and uh, right down there was the river that I saw and the, the park that I showed you. And uh, welcome to Golden. Howdy, folks. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Thank you for being here. God is good. I hope you know that God is good in your life. Let me do this. Let me set this down. All right. Whoops. <laughs> Falling all over the place. I don't cut any of this stuff out. What you see, all these things falling and problems and mistakes that I make. Once I click the camera to record, it stays on the camera, stays on the video. I don't cut any of the ums and ahs out. I don't cut any of the dead space out. I don't cut uh, the problems I have. I leave it all on the show or whatever this is called, uh, you know, the thing here. And uh, because I want to demonstrate that you do not have to be perfect 
you'd have all your ducks in the row before you get swimming. Uh, you just get in the water and start walking on the water and keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, that's it, just keep your eyes on Jesus and uh, that's being an example. So I'm an example that don't be perfect, just get started. You know, we're perfect in Christ, but in our work, uh, we make mistakes, but we're learning, okay? We're all learning, like I've just finished 10 classes and I'm learning. I kind of made a few mistakes today and I thought, okay, I can't do it that way, I gotta do it. You know, I'm just learning, 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 learning. And never stop learning. Don't think uh, you know it all. And I'm hoping that camera, stay. I might have to move us over in the shade just a little bit, but uh, let me set this down. So uh, I, got, I need to advertise this or market this or promote this. This is our true study book uh, here in Golden. <laughs> Uh, this is what we're doing our class out of. This is the first book of eight books. Then after the eight books, uh, our third year, this is two years, year one is one through four, year two is uh, five through eight, five, six, seven, eight. And then uh, year three of our church school will be the 25 other textbooks that talk about a lot of history of the church and the Bible and all kinds of things like that. Uh, it builds a good foundation to stand upon. But uh, we start here in uh, Matthew 1.1, and that's where we start. The next year, we start at Genesis 1.1, and we go through the entire Bible, uh, cover to cover. And uh, then the third year, we go through the textbooks that build the history underneath it all. So we're kind of starting where we are as believers in Christ. We're not starting in the Hebrew Torah text like so many do. We're starting with Jesus Christ. He's our Savior, and so we want to start with Jesus in our class. He also said He is the way, the truth, and the life. So this isn't a Bible study, no. It's a truth study, truth study. So we need to find the word of truth and allow the spirit of truth to teach us the truth. Amen? So every Monday through Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., live-streamed, uh, broadcast, and uh, uh, many people are joining. And then, uh, then it, it's all recorded. It goes online on our YouTube channel. And uh, right there's all the, the playlist with the GEC Truth Study. And it's not about our church. It has nothing to do with our church. It's just the Word of God. And uh, Holy Ghost is kind of showing up every, not kind of, He is showing up at every class and uh, blessing all of us. I tell you, I was so touched today. I mean, I just left the house so full, amazingly full. I just was so excited and uh, got to the bus on time, got on the Golden Bus, and that's where you saw all those clips, me riding down uh, Highway 93 southbound uh, from Golden, uh, from Boulder on into Golden. Uh, it's just, it just was a great trip, beautiful day. It's gonna be hot, but let me put this down. Just hang on. Okay, I'm back again. So I had to put it over there in my pack. So. Uh, uh, let me check to see if this is too hot. I might have to move in the shade just a little bit, but uh, let me just stay here for a few more minutes. So uh, let's pray. So Lord, I think we can come to the street and we can lift up the Word of God. We can lift up a camera and uh, we can lift up the name of Jesus. We've already had several people say good morning to me. And I thank you, Lord, that they're recognizing Jesus. They're not really recognizing me. They see me, but they're, they're believers in Christ, in you, Lord. And uh, I was able to say good morning back. I was already given, hand out several gospel tracts and already donate to the poor. And I was already to do ministry even before leaving. Well, actually, since I've been up at six o'clock this morning. But uh, since I left to go to the bus, start, bus station, uh, things have been fantastic. Been ministering, witnessing to a lot of people already. Uh, I'm a walking testimony of the service uh, I have uh, unto you, Lord Jesus. 
and we just give all the glory to our Father. I don't take any glory. I'm just nobody. I'm just one of the guys working in your field, Lord. One of the guys working in the field. And we thank you, Lord, for all the labors in your harvest. In your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right, so our, our sermons are come out of the Sunday prayer letter. That's where our scriptures come out of every Sunday. Uh, this is Friday, second Friday of every month. I'm in Golden, Colorado. And uh, this week, we're preaching on the title, They Caused Great Joy. They Caused Great Joy, Acts, Acts 15, verse 3. And we're in the theme called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. That's a good theme to be in. And uh, we'll come on down. We have seven parts. We're going to come down to part six. And I'm also going to preach on part seven. So that's part six on Friday, part seven on Saturday. For those, because I don't preach on Saturday. I stay home and with, as a Sabbath, rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 15, verse 36 through 41. Acts 36. All right. This is where we're going to preach from today. And uh, all right. So let's start right here. Verse 36. And some days after Paul said unto Bar uh, Barnabas, uh, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. I'm going to talk as I go along here. So that's what I'm doing. Let us go into other cities that we preach the word of the Lord and see how they're doing. I come to Golden for second Friday of every month to see how things are going. I, I really, I, that's what I'm looking at. I'm not really looking at the souls and I'm not looking at the churches. What I'm looking at personally, the way the Holy Ghost has asked me to do, is I'm looking at the spirit I'm looking at the spirit that's over Golden, for example, all right? And uh, I know what's going on uh, because uh, I work as a minister in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, all ministers work in the spirit first, and then we come into the uh, physical, the, the world. But we, our ministry is spiritual. That's why it's so hard for so many people outside of the body crash to understand what we're doing. Like yesterday, the, the lady called me, you're an idiot. That's what she said, because she can't see what we're doing in the spirit, you know. But believers know what we're doing. Believers know that it's not about flesh and blood. It's about uh, the spirits, but it's also about Jesus. God is a spirit. God is not some flesh and blood. That's Jesus. Jesus came. The fullness of the Godhead was bodily in Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know. All right. So let's go again and visit other brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. So that's what happens. People who see me here, who are believers, they come by and check on me and I, we pray and we talk and we visit back and forth. And uh, we have a lot of people in Golden now who know me and that's pretty cool. So let's go down to verse 37. And Barnabas determined to take with him John, whose surname was Mark. He wrote the Gospel of Mark. John Mark, or Mark, John Mark. Anyway, surname was Mark. But Paul thought not good to take him with him. Isn't that interesting? I mean, think about this for a second. Barnabas, he's one of the chief men in the body of Christ. Barnabas is. So is Paul. So is Silas. Chief men in uh, God's church. And one of the chief men says, uh, I'm going to take uh, John Mark with me. And Paul says, another chief minister said, I don't want to take him. Really? Why is that? And he tells you why. Paul thought not good to take him with him who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. So Paul was really exact. If you don't come with me, then you're cut off. Because uh, you don't come that time, that means you're walking in disobedience to God. Now you can go with Barnabas, you're not coming with me. 
Because what I, what God has put my hand to, I'm not going to just plow here and plow there and skip, skip around. I'm going to be committed. That's what kind of Paul was talking. I'm going to be committed. And if you're not committed to go with me, then go someplace else. Go with Barnabas. That's kind of how he was thinking. Understand, I'm right on the curve here, and uh, those big trucks come out of Coors Beer, a brewing company right down. Coors Beer brewed in Golden, Colorado. That's where I'm at. If you go to, to the grocery store and you look at a Coors beer can or bottle or whatever, and you look in the back, it says Golden Colorado, brewed in, with uh, Rocky Mountain uh, spring water uh, and uh, brewed in Golden, Colorado. That's where I am right now. So uh, that's what happens if you know, if you like, there's a couple of ministers, several actually, uh, who have come out with me and who said they're going to come out and then said no to more. They, they just, by their actions, they said no. And they're not invited anymore. They're not invited. That's how I'm acting like Paul. Paul's acted that way. Barnabas is more, you know, more easygoing than Paul. Paul's a very strict man of God. We know that before he got saved, how strict he was. Well, I too am that way. I'm very strict, you know. Uh, they're just people who don't want to come out anymore. And I said, well, fine, don't go out anymore. I don't care, but I'm not going to ask you anymore. I'm not going not to do that anymore, you know. Those are people who have quit on me, you know. Ministers who came out with me who have quit. I don't ask them anymore. I don't beg them. I don't say, hey, why don't you come out? I don't, I don't say any of that anymore. I'll let them go their own way. I'm going the way of Christ. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be exact. And I'm going to be precise. And I'm going to do exactly what God has called me to do. Right? Sorry I'm talking so loud. I'm really hot on this. Uh, but Because uh, uh, too many believers are wishy-washy. You know, they're on one day and off another. They're in Christ, worshiping God. And then they turn around and they go get drunk. You know, or they lay with somebody that they're not supposed to be lay with. Or they say, hey, I'm not a man anymore. I'm a, you know, whatever, you know. Or I'm not a female anymore. I'm a something else. But that's how people are. They're on one day and off the next. And, uh, you know, we've all lived that way. I'm not no different than anybody else. It's just I've been doing this such a long time. I have grown up. I've matured in my walk with the Lord. I've matured in my calling. And uh, I'm in a season right now that is really spectacular to me. <laughs> I'm really excited. And uh, doesn't mean that I won't fall down, I'm not fall down, but make a mistake or stumble a little bit here and there or kind of slow down. I don't know that, but I've got the pedal to the metal and I'm, 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 I'm headed out the door, man. I'm trucking. I've got a full load and I'm gonna make my delivery on time, on time. Doesn't matter what's ahead of me, I'm gonna make my delivery on time. That's, how, that's why I've always trucked that way. People can depend on me. It can depend on me. And if, if for some reason I can't make my delivery on time, guess what I do? I just don't flip it off and go, well, you know, if I can't make, I can't make. No, I call ahead. That's what my calendar is. I put on my calendar. Uh, I kind of messed up yesterday. I forgot to put, I'm going to be taken off sometime after two. Because I already knew that. But I forgot, as I was over in Broomfield, I forgot to put that on my calendar. And I do apologize. See, I make mistakes. But uh, I'm going to be here till four. That's what I'm praying for. But if I can't, because the four, uh, 416 bus is the first bus headed home. So it's nine o'clock, so I'm gonna put nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, seven hours. Can I last seven hours? I don't know. I don't know that, but we'll find out as we go along. But guess what? The Lord knows what's going on in my life, and guess what he said this morning? He said, uh, I said, Lord, I don't know if I can make it that long. He says, anytime after two o'clock, if you wanna take the bus home, you can. I said, Lord, are you giving me a choice? Yes, you have a choice. I don't want you to feel like you're locked in to stand. So at two o'clock, I can take the, the regular route that I've been taking for the last uh, three years. It's two and a half hours. That's from four 
If I left at 2, it'd be 4, 2, 3, 4.30 by the time I got home, or I can just stay here till 4.16 and take the bus home and be home at 5. So it's a 30-minute difference. No big deal, right? But uh, I don't know if I can stand the sun and the people and all. But we'll see what happens, right? Hang on a second. <laughs> I had to check that. Let me, uh, let's, because uh, my camera is already getting hot. So I'm going to pick you up. So hang on, everybody. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to move you back. Hang on, everybody. Hang on. I'm going to move you over to here, and I'm going to stand right over here, and I'll put you down here in the shade. Okay? Sorry. I had to do that. But uh, it is really hot in the sun, and my camera is already baking. And i got to make sure it cools down because it will shut off on me because uh, we're higher up than Boulder, and this is kind of a high location, and the sun is very, very sharp and very, very hot. Okay? So hang on a second one more time. Just got to make sure it's still recording. It's still recording. Because uh, like, there's, no, there's no light on the back here. See, that's the problem with iPhones, at least for this iPhone 12 mini. I mean, I realize it's, what, three years old now? Yeah, about three years old. And uh, I'm praying that I'll be able to upgrade to the latest version here uh, come uh, sometime. <laughs> Same with my computer. But that's okay. Uh, all my stuff gets old after a while. Just like my, my tripod. It's breaking on me. I just bought a new one for this class, and now this one's breaking on me. But it's old. I mean, I use it every single day out on the street, and it's probably, uh, it's probably three years old, too. Or older. Maybe it could be three and a half. I don't know. It's, it's well used. I'll say that for sure. All right. So let's come back in here. So uh, Barnabas did not want to take John. Uh, they wanted, he wanted to take John Mark, who wrote the Gospel of Mark. But Paul said no. Paul said no. So, but Paul thought not good to take them with him uh, who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. So that was a big deal with Paul. That was a big deal with Paul. So uh, uh, it's a big deal with me. I already talked about that. So let's go on to the next verse. Verse 39. And the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. Now you think about that for a minute. Barnabas took John Mark and they sailed to Cyprus. All right? I've been to Cyprus and, uh, and the island of uh, Crete. Been to island. I've been on the island of Crete. Amazing island. And, uh, but Paul said, I'm going to take Silas. Well, it's kind of cool that Silas is also one of the chief men in the body of Christ with Paul. And uh, it's funny how uh, God kind of moves his attention from Barnabas and uh, John Mark, because you don't hear a whole lot from him for a little while. And God puts his attention now on Paul and Silas. Can you see that? It's kind of interesting how you, you kind of move off track a little bit and like a big rig. Let's use that truck now because I'm a truck driver, long haul, 40 years on a truck. So on a big rig, uh, when you've got, you know, you're rolling down the road at 80,000 pounds, that's 40 tons of weight rolling down the highway, and there's a fog line. That white solid line on the side is called a fog line so that you ride that line so you don't go off into the ditch. Well, in a, in a uh, big rig, when, they, when your tires cross over that fog line and there's no shoulder and you, that, your, your tires on that side, the curb side of the rig, hit the dirt 
uh, what happens is that's how rigs flip over because the dirt pulls because you drop. That dirt is soft, so that rig is so heavy that it drops into that dirt, and that's how that rig falls over because they're top heavy. That's why the truck has to stay in the lane. You have, to, you have to stay in your lane. You can't veer around, you drive. Car drivers, they just drive off. They just go down the road, weaving and roving all over the place. But a big rig cannot. He has to stay straight and right on path all the time. Because if he moved over a couple inches, he could wreck the rig, you know? And if he moves too far to the left, it's easy for the rig to kind of pull itself. So big rigs kind of pull themselves a little bit. You know, and the driver has to constantly be correcting. It's kind of like driving a ship. A ship, you have to constantly be correcting all the time. Well, in a big rig, you have to do the same thing. You're always correcting, always correcting. And in a car, uh, same thing, but it's a whole lot different. A whole lot different. It's not the same thing. And uh, even in following Jesus Christ, uh, you want to stay on course. You want to hold your line. That's what the truckers do. We hold our line. Hold your line. And just let everybody go where they're going to go. But hold your line. And, uh, uh, and that's what we do as a minister. We hold our line. And we hold our line. Let the devil what he wants to do what he wants to do. Let sinners do what they want to do. But we're going to hold our line. We're going to stay on course. And we're not going to veer to the right so we tip over. We're not going to veer to the left and hit the oncoming traffic. We're going to stay on course. We're going to stay on line. Stay on course. Really important. Spiritually speaking, okay? And physically speaking, too. Really important. That's what Paul was doing. And uh, Paul wanted to stay on course, so he took Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. So it's interesting that uh, it, uh, Paul and Silas moved into the grace of God. But they moved, and but 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 Barnabas and uh, uh, John Mark doesn't say that. So it's just kind of interesting. They didn't do anything wrong. They just were disagreement. That's okay. You know, that's okay. Some people leave your ministry and they go serve the Lord someplace else. Like I'm not serving the Lord in Bethel Church anymore. I served in Bethel Church for 20 plus years, you know, from uh, 1989, 91, from 1992 or three, all the way to 2017, I served at Bethel Church, all right? Long time, uh, but I'm not serving there anymore. You know, I, every, I told everybody I, that I can think of that knows me that I'm in Boulder. And so, but they forget, where's John now? You know, in, I don't know, I forgot. Oh, he's in Boulder. Hey, he's pastoring a church up in Boulder. Oh, well, that's cool. People come and go, all right? Just like in our church. We have ministers who have come to our church for a while, and then they go on to do their ministry. That's what we're doing. We're training people in the body of Christ to do preaching, to preach and teach and preach and heal. We're teaching people how to do that. All right, so verse 41. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, Cilicia, confirming the churches. See, that's what he said. We're going to go over and visit all the cities we've been to, preaching the word of the Lord, and we're going to see how they're doing. And so he went about doing that, uh, confirming the churches, churches, the people who are gathered together in a family, because we're all family, 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 family. And uh, uh, there's basically, uh, what can I, how can I say this? Uh, there's uh, Today, there's only two families. Uh, there used to be, uh, I'm going to say this in kind of a stretched fashion, but there used to be three families. One family would be the family of God, Hebrew. Then another family would be the Gentiles. And then you can stretch and say another family of the sinners. Okay? Because they're not in the Hebrew. Even if they were Hebrew, they were still sinners. They were serving the God of this world. I mean, that's kind of a stretch right there, but 
You know, that's why we need to be born again. When you're born, you're born into a family. You know, mom and dad, you're born into a family. So, but you can't leave there. You have to be, to go into another family, you, you really can't be adopted, you, you sort of can't. But the way God wants you to do it, he's, he wants you to be born again. See, that's, that's why those words born again is so important. That's why so many Christians, you ask them if they're born again, they look at you kind of dumb, like born again. Well, I know Jesus. Because so many churches don't teach what born again really means. And I'm not gonna go any further there, but uh, it's just the corruption that's being uh, fed into the church by Satan. And pastors, I blame every pastor who's allowing that to happen. Who's allowing that to happen because the pastor, the shepherd, that Jesus Christ, the head shepherd, he's the shepherd and he assigns other shepherds to listen to him over the flock that he's drawn to him into his body. And so that shepherd needs to be listening to the great shepherd, the top guy, Jesus. And so I, I'm glad that I'm not one of those shepherds <laughs> that is allowing the devil into my family. I mean, I've messed up before, no doubt about that. I'm not stupid, I'm not naive, I'm not, you know. We all have made mistakes. But guess what, when a believer makes a mistake, they can, they're convicted immediately, and they repent of that sin, and they say, Lord, forgive me, wash me clean of that sin. I, I made a mistake, I sinned. When you confess your sin to the Lord, and he's the priest, you confess your sin to the priest. Jesus is our priest, our high priest, okay? Uh, Whoops, I went too far. 36 to 41. Wow, I already preached everything I was gonna preach. <laughs> How about that? I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Since I already, I, I'm at the end of chapter 15 already. How about that? So let's go back up to 36 and we'll just read through there so we can make sure we covered it all. Verse 36 to 41. And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord, and see how they do. And Barnabas determined to take with them, with them, all of them, John, whose surname was Mark, John Mark. But Paul thought not good, not good, to take him, John Mark, with them, who departed from them from Pamphylia, and went not with them to the work. Verse 39, and the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder, one from the other. Let me stop real quick. So that gives you an idea what asunder means. Asunder means one from the other. Asunder means one from another. There's a lot of scriptures that use the word asunder. A-S-U-N-D-E-R, asunder. So how do you know what that means? It says it right there. Asunder, one from the other. Separate, one from another. Okay. Uh, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed on a board a ship unto Cyprus. That's on the Mediterranean Sea, Mediterranean. Sailed the Mediterranean quite a bit. And Paul chose Silas and departed on the way, being recommended by the brethren under the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches. Hallelujah, confirming the churches. Isn't that great? Confirming the churches. Uh, so let's pray. So Lord, they just opened the door to the restaurant here, so uh, I am so excited. I hope you're excited. I mean, I really do. Uh, and I hope that you uh, maybe tell a few of your friends or family about our True Study class. Uh, there's something special 
that I see going on on that live stream. Something very special. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. I, I know it's the Holy Spirit, but there is something very, very good happening. And I think, uh, not sure exactly, but I think that what is going on in our class, Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 a.m., and I'm talking about the live broadcast. I don't know about the recordings, but on the live broadcast, because I don't, I don't, I haven't had time to watch any of the bro the recordings, so I don't really know how I'm doing. Uh, but I, I, I end there with the live stream because I'm doing it, <laughs> so I'm there. I'm present, and it, every one of them has touched my heart in a big way, and that's the spirit of God. It's the spirit of God, and so, you know. Uh, be so bold to say, you know, I, you ought to check out Preacher John's Sunday, uh, his uh, tree study class on Monday through Friday, 7 to 8. He's just, he's just finished class 10 of 65 classes. So we've got, we have another 55 classes. I mean, what is John and what is, what is God going to do for 55 more classes that he hasn't done already? You know, and uh, so that gets people curious. Well, let's go check it out. And uh, unfortunately, this is the sad part to me is uh, they don't want to give an hour. They want to give five minutes. So they click somewhere in the video and they watch five minutes of the class. Oh, I don't want to watch that. They make a passing judgment on five minutes, for example, because I know that the average view time on my sermons is seven minutes. That's the average view time, seven minutes. It kind of goes from about six and a half minutes to about nine and a half minutes. That's the average view time, between six and a half and nine and a half. It kind of oscillates each month. That's over a 28 day period. And all my sermons are, you know, 40 minutes, 45, 50 minutes, hour, you know, long. But they only watch a tiny sliver. And then why do they judge? Why do they click off? Because they pass judgment. Or they don't have time. I don't know. Uh, and then some people, like myself, I do the same thing. They watch for a little bit and then they have to click off and they switch to another server or they switch to another device and then they watch it some other time. I mean, sometimes I watch my videos in different sections because it's an hour long. But sometimes I'll start on the computer or I'll start on my phone here and I'll watch a little bit just to see how I'm doing and then I'll put my headset on and then I'll watch it there too. And then the other thing that's happening for the last couple of weeks is every day uh, after the, uh, the sermon has been posted to YouTube, which is four o'clock every morning, uh, that later that day, uh, I upload the audio portion the preaching and the music, the audio portion, uh, to my podcast service. So it goes out in podcast format also. So if you're on Spotify, uh, you can look us up and watch, listen to us on Spotify. I mean, it sounds kind of odd because uh, you're not watching it. And uh, so I have a link there that takes you back to the channel. And if you want to, let's do that. So uh, there's a couple of ways of catching our sermons. And uh, that, of course, that recording there, that view time does not go in under the channel. So, uh, uh, and that's okay because we're getting about an average of about seven people watching the uh, podcast every day, uh, 30 days a month. That's pretty cool. And then we're having about 30, see the average on the class is 39 students in the class uh, uh, total, those who are watching the live stream and those who are watching the recording of the live stream. Uh, averaging 39 since class one. And uh, what else can I say? Then that's enough. So let's pray one more time. So Lord, I thank you that we can come and uh, do a street sermon. That's what we're calling a street sermons. And uh, kind of a little bit of power about our life, a little bit of news about the ministry, and uh, some talking about the scriptures. And uh, 
I pray, Lord, that I'm not teaching philosophy. I pray, Lord, that I'm not teaching man's tradition. I pray, Lord, that I'm not teaching doctrines of devils. I pray, Lord, that I'm not leading people into seducing spirits. I pray, Lord, that all that stuff is way far away from me, that I'm only talking and preaching and ministering the pure Word of God, the light of Christ. I'm, I'm praying that I'm that light that shines into the darkness, the crevices in people's lives, so they see that there's a darkness, maybe a spot here or a spot there, that lightness they won't let in. So by being here, uh, the spirit of light can shine into those dark resources of their spirit, of their soul, of their mind, of their body, so that their body be full of light. And I thank you, Lord, and I just give you all the glory and all the praise for what you're doing here, even now on this channel and anyone who needs healing Lord I pray for their healing that they be healed right now be healed in the name of Jesus according to your faith and Lord anybody who has a devil I cast that devil out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah and I pray the blood of the Lamb of God where that devil was and I pray the Word of God in there and I also pray that Lord you send labors good holy men of God, men and women of God around that person so they can deposit and speak the Word of God into their life so that devil has no place for it anymore. That devil will never come back, never come back, ever, in Jesus' name. And we just commend all this to you, Lord. In your heavenly name we pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, man. Uh, tomorrow's Saturday, my day off. Sunday, I'm at 28th and Pearl, and I'll be preaching there on the new Sunday prayer. It'll come out Friday, Sunday morning. I got a fly that's bugging me. He likes to fly around me, but that's okay. God bless you, man. I love you very much. Take care. Bye.